Okay, kids, let's go. <laughs> Have you felt it? Hello, what have we here? These guys are so funny. Hello. Holy shit. Great C3 penis face and R2 dickhead. Hello there. You can bounce on when you have, I would say. <laughs> May the force be with us. Fucking A. Good day, Galaxy! Hey. We're back. I'm recording. I haven't, I haven't heard that in a long time. Good day. It's a good phrase to open up the evening. <clears throat> We're back, everyone. I don't know what episode this is. I'm not going to try to remember. <laughs> We're in the 300s, right? Well, yeah, in the 300s, but 300 how many? 399? No, I think it was low. We just We've just... Broke into the three hundreds, I think. Actually, we should be we should be way more. You you keep chatting here. Let me. uh, You would assume our most recent one on uh, from twenty Spotify. Three fifteen. So this is three sixteen. Okay. All right. Isn't that uh, Stone Cold? Austin three (laughs) sixteen. That's a good number to kick it back off on. I haven't watched wrestling in a long time. It's all a joke. I yeah, hate but, saying but that. It used that. to be like it used to be so cool. Like you saw Austin back in the day, and it was like that is the most badass guy I've ever seen in my life, dude. It still has its. It was always a quirky thing. I never really got into it. Of course, I like the Undertaker, some of the classic guys, the more theatrical dude. They push them out in a fucking casket. Like that's cool. I don't care who you are or what you're watching. Yeah, or off and through a cage. Yeah, yeah. Um, but to be. F- Honest, like I like when they started introducing The Rock and Stone Cold, I slowly got out of it because it's like, oh, those are just dudes. Yeah, but he was drinking beer the whole time. Yeah, but they were fighting the the devil. Like I, Undertaker shouldn't lose. First of all, how are you going to beat the devil? Exactly. That's what everyone's been asking. And then, about oh yeah, this the, the devil has a brother too, and he's just <laughs> as big, and he's just as mad. He's maybe so. a little scarier too, <laughs> and he's red. So, um, yeah, I dabbled into it. The most, the most. Uh, Intake I got from any wrestling was the wrestling games. WrestleMania 2000. Yeah. Yeah. Probably Only because the, the character creation screen had every outfit possible. Yeah. You can make yourself a Power Ranger. Dude, basically. I'm a skinny clown. Let's go to let's go to town. <laughs> and those were sometimes the scariest in those games. Oh, yeah. Because you just had like 100 agility. Oh, yeah. You could do whatever you want. There was like no stopping you like ever. Yeah, man. A lot of fun back in the day. Yeah. Never... Never really dived into it. I enjoyed some old matches, and I still will every once in a while go back and watch like the cage match. Yeah, Mankind and Undertaker. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it does kind of make me mad that they did like twenty-one uh, WrestleManias, and Undertaker was undefeated until his last match, and they had someone beat him. And you're like, "Come on, dude, just let him retire." Exactly, dude. You just destroyed a legend, and not that it takes anything away from Undertaker, but like, yeah. He was, he was, come on. He was one of the guys that, again, I'm dating myself and I'm also barely remembering this because I was like eight. Yeah. But I feel like The Rock was kind of the heel and he was kind of a dick. Yeah. The Undertaker was evil, but he like didn't talk. So you never really hated him. Yeah. He was just there and he was just a badass. He was a dead guy. Yeah. yeah. Literally. He was just a corpse. <laughs> yeah. Witch Hunter, Shinobi, Daco, welcome. What's up? 
We're testing out this new setup. We're going to see if we like it. I don't know about the couch thing. I feel a little too cozy. I might might take a nap while you talk. That's fine. About Andor. That's talk fine. about fan service. I'm going to snooze. Have you watched any uh, Star Wars? I haven't even scratched no, Bad didn't. Batch. Uh, I know we both finished <clears throat> Andor, and that's kind of where we left the podcast off a few months ago. But Yeah, if I'm being completely honest, I was a little nervous to watch anything after Andor. <laughs> They set it up pretty pretty good, man. I was like almost at the point of being disenfranchised, and then I watched Andor, and it was so good on all levels. Whether I was feeling disenfranchised or not, it's just like it's solid it just, all around. Yeah, I think it was just like a top notch series. You don't even have to put the name Star Wars on it. It was just yeah. like you start watching this, and it, you just saw the production value and little snippets, and the the story led you one <laughs> characters. They did have them. They had them. They did have them. And they went through some things, and then they changed, and then they became more interesting characters. I will say, if I have any type of criticism, it's not even a criticism. It's I thought it was a little more exciting. <laughs> I was going to say early on in the series, but I don't know if that's true. The thing that I, I know I, I had a little bit of a gripe with the prison stuff, which was unique and interesting, but right, I thought... You thought Squid Games I, I know I've said that, but it's still yeah. like... It's nice to see the Empire actually oppress people. And it is like, nice to see that. It's really nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know what I'm saying? We always see... That was my favorite part. Yeah. I it, We got to see them... Yes, I know. Because normally they just walk down the hallway of the Death Star. Dude, they enslaved fuckers. Where is this prisoner going? Hey, are you on a beach? Come here. And then you're just all of a sudden a slave. And you're like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah, they were getting some fascist vibes going, which is important to make the Empire seem like they're evil. You know, they are the bad guys. <sighs> they are the bad guys. And it was fun. It was fun for, I'm glad it didn't last any longer because, like, it was fun uh, scenery-wise, theme-wise, theme-wise. And then you got, like, the prison breaks part of it. And you're like, okay, this is this is fun. Yeah. People coming together. This is like a, a little taste of what the rebellion's becoming yes it's a lot of people that don't know each other but are upset or in a situation and they need to work together to get the fuck out so we saw kind of the global the global scale the galactic scale of the Universal rebellion scale yeah in in just a prison so no it was nice it was nice i had no really overall gripes like small little snippets i'm like yeah i'm trying to think i don't know if i did either Dude, the characters were so good. The interactions between the characters were even better. That's what glued everything together. Yeah. When Luthen talked shit to Cassian or talked shit to Mothma or fucking Saw showed up, I was on the edge of my seat like, dude, yeah. people, fuckers are getting shot today. Luthen's entire little monologue in the depths with that like rogue yeah. spy officer, one of like peak moments of Star Wars. And Ooh. it's just a dude that you can't see yet talking off screen. Yeah. like, And that was so powerful. Yeah. It was good, man. Yeah, what so what does he talk about? Sacrifice or something? Yeah, he's I'm been sacrificing my shit for 15 years. The dude was anyone. upset. I don't love anyone. I can't do anything. I'm just stuck here. Yep. Because I made this choice to fuck over the Empire, and I'm just going gonna, gonna well, to do guy, it, and I'm going to struggle, and no one's going to know it was me, and I'm yep. going to die, and that's what's going to happen. I'm going to do it. I'm going to struggle. I'm going to succeed, but no one's going to know it was me because yeah. that's how it has to go. Are you taking no credit for this? Oh, yeah. Luthen was a badass. And this, He's one of my favorite characters. Dude, favorite between characters. him and Cassian's quote-unquote mom, yes, who just went out like a savage, and even when she went out, she left a fucking message, 
and shit. Oh my god! I was getting teary, teared up at that funeral scene for sure, dude. The tension. I know the tension that they built in all, not even not the whole series, from the very first. He walks up, shoots those two guys. You're like, fuck. Everything's horrible. And you just everywhere this he goes is not going. In a he's good a place. wanted man. Yeah. Shitter's shit, man. It's what they do. Shitter's got a shit, dude. You know what I'm saying? No shit. No, it was good. It was... Uh, I'm trying to remember where we left things off. I, we haven't seen you guys since, I don't know what, Thanksgiving or something? Yeah. We got kids, you know. It is. It's busy. We moved, too. I'm here in person, obviously. Oh, so yeah. We moved up north. So it's been a while. I'm trying to remember where we left off our Andor reviews. I think we had finished... Right before the last two episodes, which is like the two-part finale. So I think we talked about... We got, we got out of the prison. We talked about all that stuff. But dude, Cassian's poor, getting back to Ferrix, and that's where things... Poor Andy Circus, I, I can't know. swim. And you're like, dude, why the fuck did we do all this? I thought he was going to get pushed out by accident. I thought that, yeah. I was I waiting for that, that. Yeah. How do you feel about that? You Andy, know, Andy Circus, huge actor, already played something in Star Wars. He was Snoke. And he comes in and just the prison, the three-episode arc, and then... He's out. You don't see him ever again. Dude, he plays everything so well. Yeah. He, he I it's like I've know that face in Star Wars already, but it's fine because he f- also fits this perfectly, so it's perfect yeah. and I just he's a, such a believable actor. I, I, he's so believable. Um you know what I, I like would have liked to see if I was writing it, if I was fixing Star Wars, um he would have said I can't swim and jumped anyways cuz it's better off dying Drowning than fucking being a prisoner of the Empire? Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if they're going to follow up with him. Hopefully he went back inside and stole a boat. A boat or a <laughs> ship <laughs> or a speeder. There's a whole level a cup, of boats. A speeder. speeder. Something like that. I don't know. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Good stuff, man. I'm repeating myself, but you haven't heard us for a while, so that's okay. But it just felt like an HBO show. Yeah. Felt I, like HBO quality. Yep. Like from... Minute one. Dude, it's almost like they thought about what they were going to put on screen before they clicked record. <sighs> there was... Disney Plus. I, I am. They <laughs> fucked up Star Wars. I still enjoy it. I still hey enjoy guys, it. we're back. Fuck everything. <laughs> <laughs> Let me talk about all of it really quick. But it's true, man. Like, the production, it, it, got, it got to be a joke of itself. Like, I'm sitting there watching Obi-Wan. It's like, yeah, it's fun to see what they're putting on screen, but how about, like, a decent story? I don't know. It was pretty good. It was visually appealing. No, it was pretty good. Yeah. I'm happy with the Kenobi Invader reunion. I didn't love the Dragon Ball Z fight, but their dialogue and their tension and their reason for finding each other, I like all that. Yeah. And I even liked, uh, what's her name, Riva? Oh yeah, I like Riva. Yeah, no, she was definitely a highlight. Those are cool. Um, it was more just like the kidnapping. It, first of all, it was ballsy to do, but um, yeah, there's like this the pacing of it, the storytelling between episodes, yeah. tying stuff along, yeah. starting here and going there. You're like, well, we're gonna stop off at this rock planet. So <laughs> and you're like, Jesus, what the fuck? I hate when shows start here and go there. It's like my biggest gripe. Stay in one spot. Stay in the same. Stay on Tatooine the whole time, man. <laughs> if that's one thing we've tried to communicate, just stay on Tatooine. Yeah. That is Star Wars. No, I just I I think it's a. Uh, I know we left off 
months ago, and we probably were saying the same thing, but it was a, it, Andor was a breath of fresh air. It was like, oh, look, they can do something. They can create really good content, and I, that's not a shot. I'm just saying the production value was almost hokey just because it's Star Wars, and now we finally got something that's like, no, this isn't hokey at all. This is legit, <clears throat> and they took it seriously, and it felt like they took it seriously. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes Star Wars leans too heavily on Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. Which is fine for a little while, but then you get kind of get sick of it. I do have to rewatch Kenobi, admittedly. Mm-hmm. I think I've only rewatched the third episode. It's short enough, too. You can get through it pretty quick. Yeah. You say that, but by the time you sit down, you're like, crawl through it. That. And it can crawl up the fucking sand. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, what's what's come out since then? Dude, Tales of the Jedi. I haven't touched it. I haven't it. watched it. Bad Batch Season 2. Apparently, I make an appearance. I haven't watched it yet. I've ignored it. <laughs> and then Mandalorian comes out uh, in a, like two weeks. What? Yeah, March 1st. I'm not ready for that. Holy shit. Well, let's get ready, baby. See, we, we should take breaks more often because all of a sudden shit show, shows up. Well, yeah, not only is a new show coming out in two weeks, I got two shows I haven't caught up on yet. Yeah. So now we can actually podcast. It's even been, <laughs> and maybe it's just my own ignorance, it's even been light on like the Marvel. Nothing's launched since like Miss Marvel? No, we just haven't been paying attention. Everyone's shitting on phase four, which I understand, but also be nice. Yeah. But no, we had... She Hawk and that was before, and it's coming out. And Black Panther, Black Panther's the one that I missed. So I I need to watch that. We're trying to Black Adam, Black. That's DC. Yeah, but that was still another one that I completely ignored. I heard it was not good. You've signed the Rock up for something. What do you fuck do you expect? Come on, how weird is that? He sucks on two different. How how weird is that? The highest paid actor, possibly of all time, probably of all time, is not a good actor. He's he's got the Arnold syndrome. Like, Arnold, Arnold's pretty good though. Arnold's pretty good. He plays. Arnold's pretty good in the right right move. I don't know, man. Nothing good as the Terminator. He plays a nothing good as a robot. He plays a Down syndrome robot. Like it's that's mean. It's accurate. <laughs> well, Terminator's one of my favorites. So <laughs> I'll be back. Like okay, Arnold, calm down. Have your weeds. <laughs> The fuck did he just say? That's a good move though by Cameron. You you were, you were talking some nonsense about Cameron, James Cameron, before we started, but he's a smart guy. Cameron makes me fucking horny. Every movie he launches in the nineties. It's been eighty four <laughs> years, dude. James Cameron knows what the fuck he's doing. Not just the nineties. Every movie, yeah, he's in. He's one of those guys that's just like, dude. Did he make True Lies? True yep. Lies is so fun. Yep. Yeah, I think. Um, our buddies revenge of the 90s i think they did true lies and i think they did a couple other james cameron ones recently because avatar 2 just came out you see avatar i did not i did how was it it was actually really good it might just be because i'm older and i have a kid so the storyline hits a little different when you have a little baby but i don't remember much about the first one i remember not thinking it was I mean, it was like cool visually. I didn't see it in 3D though, so I would just remember it being like, yeah, yeah it's kind of like a spectacle thing. But two, two hooked me in. It was, it was fun. I'm not gonna go and say like, um, I'm searching up the lore and I'm listening to Avatar podcasts right. or anything. Right. But it was, 
for me going in and expecting like not much, I was uh, thoroughly impressed. The visuals were crazy. Watching behind <clears> the scenes <throat> stuff is really cool. Um, and the 3D was just, it's just incredible. I mean, that's what you're there for. Yeah. Show me some fucking flashing colors and you're, that's, yeah. you know. Giant whale splashing in front of me in 3D is cool. Yeah. Because when he, when it came out, Avatar 1, then there was a whole wave of like a bunch of other 3D movies. Whether they were actually good or not, or everyone was just like yeah. turning their movie into 3D for a while. And they kind of got lame. And then it died down. And then you come back, Avatar 2, and it's like made for 3D. It's actually really good. So I was pleased with it. But what are you looking up, James Cameron track record? Uh, just as movies. Titanic is one, low key one of my favorite movies. I'll watch Titanic any fucking day. The, the I've been wanting to historical it. aspects of it I love are so cool. Yes. And actually, I was watching a TikTok and they were talking about it was like some fucking historian who was comparing what happened in the movie to what actually happened. And he was like, there's some very close details that James Cameron put in the movie that was like spot the fuck on. I'm sure everything about the ship itself is yeah. probably accurate. Well, just even the conversations, the stuff that was sent out, when, where, how, to who, all this stuff, where the fucking Oh, all the emergency shit. Yeah, yeah all that SOS. stuff was spot on. The so res- rescue ships and everything. But um I got a random one for you just to jump ship. You know what? A random James Cameron movie? No, no, no. I got I got uh He said he made a list, guys. I don't know. I don't trust him. Shut it. So before I forget, did you see the uh, end of credits scene from Andor? Uh, End credits? Why am I blanking? Remind me. It's what they were creating in the prison where they were being used. Yes, 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 yes. On the fucking Death Star dish. (laughs) That's that's the spice I fucking need. (laughs) It's the dumbest little thing. Something to do with the Death Star, right? Eh. I kind of thought, like, in my head, I was like, is that a fucking knee joint for the AT-ATs or some weird shit? And I was like, I don't know. They're kind of, like, this big. And, <laughs> and then when they saw, when I saw that, I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I thought it looked like one of the um, pod racer parts from the N64 game. <laughs> That's what the first thing I thought of. Dude. But, uh, yeah, no fact that they didn't have to do, like, Death Star scenes. And it was just like a little... That's such a hinty, hinty. perfect touch. See, that's the, the nice, tasteful stuff that we haven't gotten in Star Wars. It's always been shoving it down our throat. R4, do you fucking recognize this motherfucker? Do you guys know C-3PO? He's here. He's fucking here. I bet you we have scenes on the Death Star in Season 2, though. Well, I guess not, because it mm-hmm. just got built right before the Episode 4. Uh, maybe not. Think Palpatine's going to show up? Season two predictions. In Andor? We don't even know what's going to show up. When when it, when is it released? We have no idea. Let's predict. No. Palpatine's not going to show up in Andor ever. Ever. Okay. We'll see. Well, I say that he did show up in Kenobi at the end. Yeah, Kenobi though. Vader's involved. I Vader's know, but because up. Mothma is involved, there might be a Senate fucking hearing. More uh, yeah. powers. Where's Jar Jar? I was gonna say too. If, if we're going there, then Jar Jar also has to show up. Fuck it, put him in. I'm requiring that. George, if you have any pull left, put your boy, put your boy back in. I want to see Jar Jar's mental state. 
after Order 66. He's either completely oblivious or he's on antidepressants. Probably both. Probably double down. <laughs> if he was oblivious, why would he start taking I know. <laughs> he needs some Zolmix and needs some Zoloft. Yeah. Even though he's not sad? he's Oh, he's been sad. Misa been mad. Dude, he was probably shunned. He probably went back to Naboo and just went back to eating snakes and stuff because what the fuck else? No way, dude. He probably became a hero. He became a senator. It was like the first Gungan senator, wasn't it? They weren't on the... Well, he wasn't an official senator, though. I think he was. He, She was the senator. Um, I thought there was one for each species for each planet. I assume there's only one senator per planet. Like Mon Calamari, is there a corn and a Mon Cal? Both as two different senators for the planet? Because there's two different species. Do they all vote on it? Or is, is there kings that show up and be like, this is the fucking planet I own, so I'm here to make decisions? Like, is, but, that, but that's my that's my question. Because even though on a galactic scale it's a democracy, right? planetary, I could just own this fucking planet because I'm the richest motherfucker. Well, no, I think if you join the Senate, you probably got to give up some of that. No. Yeah. I'm not giving up my planet. Like, I run a fucking monarchy, and they're like, well, if you want to join the Republic, you have to, you know, do, have a vote and but that's, get electors. And that's everything. where it could get sticky, man. That's fun. Be like, hey, we want to add you to the Republic, but you have to be elected. And they'd be like, fuck you, dude. I own this planet. Stay the fuck away. Politics. Yeah. Politics. Got big guns on my planet. Politics. And lasers. Yeah, dude. Have you ever seen Pan's Labyrinth? Yeah, you mentioned that when we were playing. Um, we were doing something the other day. Um, I can't remember. I saw it in theaters, actually. It came out when we were in college. And me and Butterclone and some of our the guys in our dorm went to see it. And I remember really, really liking it, but I haven't seen it since. And it's been on my short list of things I want to rewatch. It's a... Um, um, I'm trying to remember the director's name. Oh. Is it a... Uh, Guillermo del Toro. Oh, okay. It's, one, it's him. Yeah, because it's in Being Spanish. Wacky. Yes. Um, what... I don't, I'm not going to say ruined. What mixed the, the film up for me was I was told... Have you seen this movie? It was ruined. <laughs> what mixed it up for me was I was told it's like a dark Alice in uh, Wonderland. I almost said Alice in Chains. I mean, it starts with Nazis and shit. Yeah, that has nothing to do... You just said dark. I'm just saying, like, yeah, Nazis. That's not dark. That's violent and historically accurate. And What's the difference between dark and violent? Undertaker. That's Darth Vader. Undertaker is dark. Vader is violent. <laughs> Undertaker's job is to beat people up. He's definitely violent. <laughs> but he's not violent. Batman's violent, even though he's doing In, it for no, his he's dark. job. He's dark. No, he's light. Some violent. Violent. <laughs> Some virus. My point is, Pan's Labyrinth, I had kind of, because all I knew was that, like, goblin thing that talks to her, and I was like, okay, I do see the, with the Alice in Wonderland thing. But then when I watched the movie, I'm like, this has nothing to do with anything. This is some terrifying shit. Dude, at the very beginning, when that mean general kills those two farmers with their own wine bottle. It's coming back. Bashes huh? them in the face until they, and they show the whole thing. And they're like innocent farmers. Yeah. And they said, no, 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 we're out here shooting rabbits or squirrels or something, you know, to f feed our family. And, and his, his lieutenants or whatever are like, yeah, we didn't find any of that. So they, he takes the bottle out of the, his hand and says, oh, yeah, wine. Boom, boom, kills them both. 
And then they find some rabbits in their in a, another suitcase or whatever, and they're like, "Oh yeah, they were actual farmers." Huh, whatever. You're like, "What the fuck am I watching? Where's Alice in all this?" I thought there was friendly cats floating around, yeah, telling me riddles. There isn't. Where's the deck There's of just cards? murdering and the tea. Yeah, this has nothing to do. Yeah. Well, it's it's supposed to be, I guess, very surface level. It's like Alice in Wonderland. It's like, girl runs away and gets lost. <laughs> <laughs> That's half the movies ever. <laughs> but it's yeah, it's not not Nazi Germany. It's uh, uh, they were in Italy. Oh, really? I believe yeah. Oh, okay. They weren't technically Nazis. Then maybe they were. I don't know. I don't remember where he and Mussolini kind of combined. Did they turn into Nazis. <sighs> no, I don't not, remember. Not officially. Um, I kind of need to read that. Weird. Weird. I I I liked it. I just was expecting one thing and got completely something else. Yes. Very, very dark. Yes. Extra dark, extra violent. I was thinking whimsical, fun, but with a tad bit of dark. No, it was dark, dark, dark. What's the dark version of whimsical? Because there was a little bit of that. I was not whimsicized once in that whole fucking thing. There was. I need a coupon for extra whimsy. Like, I get... I can... I understand the reason why people would say Alice in Wonderland because there's some goofy shit where she like creates the doorway and goes in it, and then there's that guy with the hands and the eyes and all right. that. It's like okay, but it's less Alice in Wonderland and more fucking Pink Floyd the Wall with some blood and devils. There you go. Like yeah. it's it's not whimsical. It's Alice in Wonderland, Pink Floyd the Wall, and Inglorious Bastards. Yeah. With a tad, that's a good combo. What's the uh, the witch, the drunk in the wardrobe? What's the <laughs> Narnia? N- Narnia. That's it. Lion, the witch in the wardrobe. See, you ever did you ever read those when you were a kid? I yes, but were, don't were you me. bummed that the franchise just totally tanked? I don't remember. I I used to be a huge huge reader. I read all the Animorphs. I read all the Goosebumps. I read all the Narnia shit. I read everything. And? Animorphs, man. I only read like one or two Animorphs, but the same author did the Everworld books, which I always rave about. Everworld? Everworld was like the coolest concept of all time. I don't remember. These teenagers get dropped into, uh, let me step back. All the gods created their own world where they could be hanging out and fucking around without humans bothering them. And then for some, somehow these four teenagers, five teenagers get like warped into the other dimension. So they're just like trying to survive. And there's like an Aztec God and like a blood sacrifice on a pyramid. And then like Loki and all these Vikings and like Norse mythology figures are it's, it's wild, but I always used to love mythology. So it's like all that stuff rolled into one. It was fun. But yeah, I know, Animorphs, yeah. Only read one or two. Animorphs was, that was probably my favorite out of them. I probably read more Goosebumps because there one, there uh, were more of them. Yeah. But I enjoyed Animorphs the most. What what killed that for me was the uh, series that they created on Nickelodeon, I think. Um, oh, I had, yeah. it was like a one season thing and it it just bombed. Horrible. But like, there was a certain, um, soldier beast that the Animorphs fought all the time. Yeah. And I had a picture of what they looked like in my head, 
And when they showed it on screen, it oh, was like the, worst, huh? the complete opposite. <laughs> they were talking about like these beasts that had like leathery skin, um, that had blades on their arms, but their skin was so hard it was like armored. And in my childhood head, I'm thinking, okay, maybe they have like a little bit of armor that they're like, but they have like blades coming out of their their wrists, and I'm thinking like, like or I'm thinking shit. literally, it was like that, but like a little more TMNT ish, but along that line, yeah. And on it was literally a dinosaur with just horns on their on their wrists, and I was like, what the fuck is this? A dinosaur. That's what, I was like, this is what they're fighting. Just run away. The thing was like trip him. Yeah. <laughs> this should have put me in animorphs, dude. I loved I loved animorphs a lot because uh, the first time they morphed. Morphed? Is that what they called it? That's Power Rangers. Um, that one, the one kid universes. got the one kid got stuck because they didn't know. Yeah. If you stay too long as the animal, you get stuck as the animal. So their friend Tobias <coughs> became a hawk and he got stuck as a hawk, but he could still communicate with them. Nothing wrong with that. So it was it was like a sad thing to s- start off the series, but it's it like, got very celestial. It went out there. They went into space and shit, and the a- the animorphs. Oh wow! It got weird quick. That's too far. Yeah, because they went too far. Yeah. Just like Power Rangers, they became policemen. Because there was like centaurs, like alien centaurs that came down that were friendly. Dude, centaurs are bad. And those dinosaur guys were the enemies to everybody. Yeah. So the centaurs and the animorphs teens had to work together to. Yeah. But I think, long story short, I think they ended up going to the centaur world mm-hmm. to help them at some point. So crazy shit, man. That's, yeah, that's my story. I'm sticking to it. It's interesting that you say you had a vision in your mind, though, and you actually saw it on screen. It was horrible. Yeah. I usually like, if there's, if there's multiple adaptations of something, I feel like I usually like to watch it first and get all like the visuals of the characters and the scenery in my head and then read it. Yeah. And I usually end up liking the book better, but it's not that I can't visualize things. I just like focus too much on stupid details. You know what? And I can't like get like the whole like when I first read Harry Potter, it was hard for me to figure out what Hogwarts really was supposed to look like. Yeah, and then I saw the movie and I was like, "Fuck, yeah, that's awesome." I was just talking. Was I think I was talking to you about that? I I missed the time when Harry Potter was new, and not everything yeah. was spelled out in the movies. Like I remember when the mo- when the books were launching and people were freaking, dude. And people were telling me about the story, and it was, like, so cool to me. It was such a different look. And then when I watch the movies, I'm like, dude, these movies are fucking great. Yeah. But that's not quite what I thought it would be. What do you think it was going to be? I don't know. When you make a movie, there's got to be just, it's linear. Where in a book, like, you can bounce around a lot more, focus on certain characters more, because you have, you have unlimited time. Depends on who makes the movie, I guess. Right. But you are limit. you are... Literally limiting yourself by making the movie because you're like, okay, I have what max three hours from a certain point of view. Just saying, I, I know they split the know the seventh book into two parts, which sometimes that's nice. I wonder <clears throat> if if hardcore Harry Potter fans feel a certain type of way about this, but there was a big change to me. Well, obviously, director and Dumbledore, Dumbledore. and composer, Dumbledore for episode three, Dumbledore episode three. <laughs> what for uh, Prisoner of Azkaban episode three? The tone changed and everything. Oh yeah, that's when they started wearing normal clothes. Mm. And for some reason, I never could picture when I was reading the books. I could never picture them outside of just like old school wizard robes. 
And when I saw the third movie and they were just wearing like jumpers and Jeans, hoodies, yeah. I was like, that is the coolest thing to just bring it like down to earth. Like yeah. you could you could envision going to England and running into like a wizard. Yeah. So I don't know. For some reason, I thought that was cool. And I love one and two, the, the movies for what they are, but two so long and nothing happens. And then, yeah, three just kicks it off and so good. It's one of those... I think even more so, it's hard to watch Harry Potter without watching one and two, though. Like, to, if I just jump to three, I feel like ha- like the first half hour, I'm wrapping myself, like, getting into the Harry Potter vibe. No, I always jump in. Where if, if, really? Often, yeah. Now that I've seen them a million times. I, I see, I like the, the childhood vibes. I like ramping up. I'm surprised you say it. that. But, like, if I'm going to do... All right, if I'm going to get amped and go back and watch all eight movies, then yeah, I'll start at one. But if I'm just like... <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> I just feel like throwing some Harry Potter on, I'm probably going to jump to three or six or seven. I I saw some recent shit about people don't really like seven part one, and that was useless. And I was like, dude, that's where all the shit happened. And everyone's like, no, nothing happens. Like, dude, Dobby dies. Hedwig dies. Moody dies. Like, what the fuck yeah. are you talking about? That, that's that's This is Dire Straits. That's the yes. movie. They're fucking stuck camping for a year, whatever, yeah. however long that was. There's a lot of waiting, I'll give that, but there's there's a whole, so much pressure and so much drama. Well, added yeah, to just it. like Andor, baby. They're at odds with each other. The dude in the trio, they're fighting with each other, they're fighting the fuck out of each other. No, that's where that all happens, and then when it finally culminates at the Malfoy's house, it's yeah. Is that the one? You have to have that slow burn, man. dude. I'm not lying. The you must. Seven part one's my favorite. And I'm surprised that people say that about I like six a lot. Which one's six? Half Blood Prince. Yeah, but what? Walk me through when what? Dumbledore dies at the end. Mm, That's when Snape. Dumbledore finally tells Harry what's going on. They start looking for. They figure out what the Horcruxes, the Horcruxes are, and they start okay. going hunting for him and shit. Yeah, I like six a lot. But who? Snape. Snape kills him. But I thought there. I also remember the big fight. Maybe it was in five. I thought. Um, Voldemort actually fights uh, Dumbledore. Dumbledore. Yeah, he shows up at the Ministry. That is the end of five. That that end of scene is fucking insane, dude. Talk about a crossover to Star Wars. There, Harry's getting visions all year of something mm. bad happening. And then he finally figures out that it's Voldemort, and then he gets a vision of his snake attacking Ron's dad, which is true. And then they find it. So the next time Harry gets a vision. Voldemort planted it in his head. It's not real. And they go to the ministry and it's a fucking ambush. I love that. I thought that was awesome. There's a lot of small details. And then Dumbledore shows up and they have that duel is one of the coolest things. Yeah. That's that's the one I remember. He shatters all that glass and that has the giant whirlpool. And it's so awesome. Man, it's so awesome. Speaking of Harry Potter, dude, you going to get that new game? No. Uh, I mean, yeah, probably. (laughs) What? What I meant Why? was what I so defiantly fuck that game, dude. No way. I thought I thought you originally asked, "Did you get that game?" And I said, "No." Will you get that game? Uh, yeah, eventually. I'm not. I'm gonna wait it out. It looks really good. I've been burned on way too many new games, and I've only bought like three fucking new games right that off the is, bat. That's partially true. It's like Battlefront Two was like a dud at the beginning. I'll still play it. Uh, Battlefield f- uh, nineteen forty or twenty forty two, terrible. I, I couldn't play it. Didn't do it. And then there and then Elden Ring, which was great. So perfect. 
I don't know. I'm that's why you saw me. You stopped over yesterday. You saw me playing Fallout Three, and that's how far back. I'm oh, playing. I just assumed it was four. No, it's Fallout I didn't even Three. Notice because I wanted the DC vibes. I love, I yeah. love going back to the old ruins. But yeah, um, yeah. What about you with cool. the Harry Potter? Uh, it looks awesome. I was watching a review, and the guy was kind of like us. He's like, "I'm really skeptical. All these games suck these days, but this is honestly really, really good." But it's like everything's open world now. You know, that's just how things go. Things are in trends. I make things perfect. You know, first it was microtransactions, and now it's open world. Every game is doing the same thing, but it does look really good. Um, I'd be curious. I need to watch like more gameplay. I don't know how. My biggest concern is getting bored of the combat. I can't imagine there's that many different spells and variations to keep keep it interesting. To keep it interesting for too long. Replay was, value. It was the same type of game, and the reason that I didn't really get that into Assassin's Creed. It was like once you learn all the moves, it's like all right, sneak, get up on a high place, assassinate, sneak, yeah. assassinate, sneak, assassinate. I feel like Arkham did it pretty well. Where you're getting new gadgets gradually throughout the course of the game. Yeah. But that's the only thing that kind of worries me. But the uh, the landscape and like the map and the open world, you can that just walk cool. around the fucking castle. That's what Elden, like, Elden Ring did very well, though, is the variety of enemies that you couldn't fight them all the same. Well, yeah. So to, to take that and copy it and try to, yeah. Because that's why I dropped Assassin's Creed, man. I was doing the same fucking thing. I know. Over and over. And I was playing hours into this. I was like, it's got to change at some point. Nope. <laughs> it's the same thing. And I I, re- I did go back all the way to the Ezio stuff. So that was kind of some of the earlier ones. So I'm sure it became something bigger. But Daco says go play Warzone. Yeah. First person shooters are, I'm, I'm picky with them. I died on Call of Duty. I don't know what I meant to say there. I don't know either. <laughs> I I don't know what I meant to say. I'm there. done with Call of Duty. I've Call of Duty is dead in my mind. I guess I'll say that. Yeah. Outside of dude, I've been like, kind of hunting for some zombies, man. I, I I'm I might dabble in some. Well, I might even just do Modern Warfare three and play that uh, survival survival mode. Did you ever play Left for Dead back in the day? No, Left for Dead was fun. Height of the zombie craze, man. It was Call of Duty Zombies and Left 4 Dead 2 at the same time. Free pizza, beer, <laughs> Mass Effect, Left 4 Dead. Awesome. Zombies. That's all you needed, man. I wasn't even, Zombie Nation, too. I wasn't even good at zombies, and I really did enjoy it, too. Okay. You're not good at zombies. What are you talking about? What? What do you mean you weren't good at zombies? I wasn't good at zombies. You huh? guys were always much better than I was at zombies. Huh. I didn't. See, I never owned Call of Duty games, so you're like, oh, grab that. XYZ gun. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck is that? That's I'm what just you say sh- all the time about N64 games. I never owned an N64. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't. Meanwhile, Mario 64 is my favorite game of all time. It is. It's because I didn't own it. That's, it that's has literally, more allure because you didn't have it. That's you know literally how it worked. And that's some of my favorite movies are ones that I never owned. Yeah. Ba- uh, Batman Returns. Yeah. I never owned it. So it was one of my favorites. I do still prefer the first one, but man, Batman Returns, I, w- I would watch the fuck out of that. Definitely not a kid's movie. Um, I got some random, uh, it was obvious, well, it wasn't so obvious to me, I'm a slow learner, <laughs> but to jump back to Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan. some of the biggest gripe was why, did it, first of all, why did it take so long for him to see Qui-Gon? Why did they throw Qui-Gon in at the end? Like, let's, let's make 
make sense of this. That was my least favorite part. So I was rewatching, I think it was a third episode. And it starts off with um, Obi-Wan meditating on this freighter, asking Qui-Gon for help. And he keeps seeing flashbacks of Anakin. And he's dealing with that, blah, blah, blah. It wasn't so uh, obvious to me, so I spelled it out for myself. He couldn't see Qui-Gon and couldn't hear Qui-Gon because he wasn't squared away with his feelings and issues with Anakin. Even when he was sitting there asking for Qui-Gon, all his thoughts went to his failure, unquote, of Anakin, which ties back into Qui-Gon because he he was supposed to take care of Anakin because Qui-Gon told him to fucking do. Well, I'll take you one step further and maybe... Qui-Gon heard him and was making him see Anakin until he dealt with it. Yeah. To clear himself. He was he needed to clear it out. Like, it wasn't your fault, dude. Right. It was a, it's Padme's tits' fault. <laughs> Let's get down to it. <laughs> it was, wasn't it? It's Shmi's fault. <laughs> it's Shmi. It's always blame the mom. It's Shmi. Come on. It's Shmi. Um, yeah, no, that's, that's that tracks. Because it immediately, once once Anakin or Vader's shit is resolved in Obi-Wan's mind, he goes back, goes to Tatooine, and immediately sees him. And you're like, yeah. I should uh, open my eyes for time I watched it, because it's so obvious. But I guess that you have to get to that point and be like, oh, wait, Qui-Gon is in this. Let's go back to episode three. No wonder he couldn't. S- yeah, and then when you're watching it, splintered like every once a week. Yeah. So... I that was my biggest gripe. I think that was the thing I was most looking forward to was Qui Gon, and the fact that he was there at the end. He's just like, "All right, let's go meditate in the cave now." Oh, oh <laughs> sand! You better like sand, bitch. Obi Wan. Oh, let's build a pyramid, bitch. And I was like, God, man! Like I was hoping he would be. I was hoping like Qui Gon would be helping him prepare for his confrontation with Anakin. But on the same token. The fact that Obi-Wan is just in the darkest place of his life and he had to figure it out on his own, I like that too. I just wanted to see... Qui-Gon's my favorite Jedi. So. Obi-Wan had to get out of his own way. I just wanted to see him more. I've got I've got a fix for it. all you fucking Star Wars nerds. What's, Listen up. What's one of the biggest things that people hate Star- about Star Wars? Star Wars. The special editions. Yes. It's Accurate. the big no from Vader. First of all, that wasn't in a special edition for three, but it was for six. Uh, yes, correct. Because they didn't have a special well, edition. For three. Yeah, yeah. My point is, they linked it together. They put it in three and then edited. So this might be a small fix for everybody. At least in my mind, this is this is my reasoning. Just mute that. So we see Order sixty six unravel. Yeah. You were my brother, Anakin. Fuck mm. you. Yeah. He's get thro- he gets thrown on that operation table. Sidious yeah. is sitting there. Yeah. Kids are born. Yeah. Uh, the senator dies. He rises, asks, what is this, the, uh, the first thing he asks? Where's my fucking wife, dude? Yeah, what the fuck? Oh, you killed her. No. My thought in my head is that's the last gasp of air from the sliver of Anakin that was left. Yeah. No, and he's no now after that no, he's no longer human. He is Vader through and through. Fuck the world. No. Until until throws Palpatine. He throws Palpatine. No. No. And Anakin comes back. It's that no, no, no. And then he throws him. Oh, they should have reversed it then. 
no, no, no. it's coming but back. But it's him. almost like he was finding his voice. Anakin was climbing back out of what what remained. Yeah. That was uh that's that. that's my I mean my poetry built in there that uh it's better than just thinking oh he Lucas just yells decided out. to add it for some reason. Yeah. Well cuz that's it's what I was than that. that's what I was trying to think like what he does everything with a purpose and f- first of all putting it putting I mean, it he in says ep- that. putting it in episode 3 is one thing but to relay that in episode six there's got to be a reason and I, that's that's my reasoning i think that's what was going through his head like anakin is finally coming back because of well and that's obvious anakin yeah. does come back because but that's the audible recognition of that yeah that's interesting climbing back out it's something to think about i don't know when i'm gonna watch episode six again but not if, if and when i do i will pay attention <laughs> yeah it's <sighs> It's one of the biggest conflicts. It's like people fell in love with this as it was. Like maybe there was a couple things you couldn't do because the technology was limited. But like he, he most of the edits that. are great. I don't care what people say. Well, uh, anything that you don't notice is great because it's just like enhancing the visuals or the sound design. We talked about that. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. It's just like, I don't know. I don't know either. It's like, what if we go in two years, go back to this video and like CGI like a Wookiee on the couch and in between us. It's like, I didn't, I couldn't afford a Wookiee in 2023, so I had to go put one back in afterwards. <laughs> Makes it better. If anyone is a CGI artist, put a Wookiee right here. I'm prepping, so I'm talking around the Wookiee right now. Hey, man. Hey, fuck off. <laughs> Comb your beard. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I uh, off off these changes in the directorial shit. Yeah, I, I put a quick list together of best and worst directorial decisions in Star Wars. Oh boy, this could be as small as a character trait, or an entire scene, or event, or death, or anything. Something that was hmm. clearly decided. That made such an impact in the Star Wars universe. So I'm gonna walk through this. Do the I get f- to pick ones, or are you just gonna do, what say do, ones? Go ahead. If you, you got something on your no, mind. I was just asking if I'm in contributing I'll, to this. I'll give you an easy one. Um, that, <laughs> do I have to guess how easy? Is no, this? no, no. This is an easy one. It's an obvious one to all of us. Yeah. But the impact of it is st- we still feel it today. Greedo shooting first. Vader's breath. Yes, is one of the. Most badass decisions to ever be put in any movie. Yes. It's so menacing. It's more important than his uh, costume. It is. It is. It has that level of impact where you don't even have to see him. You hear him coming before you Well, that was one of the big things about the uh, original, definitely the first movie, but the whole original trilogy was the sound design. Dude. Lightsabers and TIE fighters and blasters and Darth Vader's. It's not only scary and menacing and all that. There's a reason behind it that makes complete sense. That you don't know until that you don't know. A while later. You're more machine now than man. Well, clearly, he's not breathing on his own. And then they spell that out in the prequels, and you're like, dude, yeah. fucking breathing. A human trait. Yeah, man. That they took it that far. Not when you're a machine. Picture Lucas painting that that out, telling telling the other, 
this is this is what okay the big big black black big bad guy. <laughs> he is black, by the way, in the suit. I mean, it's the color of his suit, man. He comes in, That's and you just hear a breathing. Everybody's like, "What the what fuck are you, are you about, talking He's about?" He's got to say bad things. He's a bad guy. He's got asthma or like and, and bronchitis. What the fuck's he talking? You just get sick. But then, but then you spell it out, man. It's so good. So good. It is. No, I'm with you on that. I like it. Um, I'm happy with that um, as a first one. Now, like I said, these jumping the, off point. These are these are uh, all over the place, but these are some impactful things. The prequel villains are some of the coolest, most different, most exciting things I've seen on screen in all of Star Wars. Like we, okay, we get it. I'm a o- Dooku fan. So o- 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 OT is Vader Palpy. I get it. They dominate the whole thing. They Most are the bad guys. Yeah. When episode one came out and we saw this tattooed demon with a double bladed, you're like, yeah, oh, Darth- oh. I mean, that's why they brought him back. Because it's like, everyone loves Darth Maul. Just throw him back in there. Who cares? The only thing that would have made it. No one cares why. I cared why. <sighs> I care. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I just between <clears throat> Maul, Grievous, and Dooku. They all have their own flavors. They all literally lead up to Vader. Grievous is a robot himself. Um, mm-hmm. Dooku's a fallen Jedi. Yep. I mean, I don't know how Dooku and Grievous combined as Anakin. That's what. I, that's my point. Yeah. I was trying to fit Maul in there too, but I don't think uh, Anakin uh... has horns. Not that we know of. <laughs> oh, or not that we can see. But he is horny. Oh, that's the demise of the Republic. Somehow Palpatine returned. <laughs> Somehow he's got a heart on still. I, uh, yes. No, I'm with you. The prequel's aesthetic is definitely what I fell in love with as a youngster. Yeah. Um, that was one of my first, my fir- I think that was my very first Star Wars Lego set was <laughs> Darth Maul chasing... Qui-Gon in the desert. So it was Darth Maul figurine and his little speeder bike. Yeah. And the probe droids and Qui-Gon and Anakin. And there was it wasn't even a huge set, but it was like one of my favorite things ever. Yes, we know he's a uh, cybernetic. He's a cyborg. Grievous is not a robot. Well, I didn't really notice the difference. What do you mean? Cyber... Like an android? Like a is cyborg. That what, is that what he's saying? Well, cybernetic. Cyborg, like... android, and rope. What's the difference between them? Robots fully... A- it's all mechanical. Like Terminator. Cyborg has living pieces to it, like Vader. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I technically. Mean, I'm generalizing. I'm sorry. Yeah, he's a robot. What's the political correctness for cyborgs? What is it still? Is he still a Grievous if there's only a spleen and eyes left? Uh, excuse me. Is they still a Grievous? Is them? <laughs> is, <laughs> is it Grievous? Uh, I don't mean any offense, Grievous, if I call you a robot. In fact. I do, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, no. Villains are good. Um, Order 66 is one of the most pivotal things I've ever seen in any series. That's, That's just part of the story, though. I know. What do you mean, th- like, like... Dude, it's... Directorial decisions, like... Deciding to put an uh, Order 66 in a fucking movie. Dude, that was, that was a, a writer decision. You're right, yeah. but it was still a decision. the same guy, but... In that case. Putting together... Dude, it's it's the turn of everything. I know it's the downfall of the Republic, but it's the downfall of the Jedi, yeah. but also the downfall of Anakin himself. Yes. 
everything dies. That's why we always liked episode three. Everything happens. Everything turns. Yeah. But I never thought too hard about it, and then they came up with the inhibitor chip thing. Yeah. Does that ruin it for you? <laughs> it doesn't, honestly. Because, honestly, that answers the question of, like, why would clones just turn and start shooting at Jedi? Oh, because they didn't have the fucking decision. It's it's up uploaded in their software. Yeah, I think that's the problem with Star Wars sometimes is that <clears throat> you watch it, and it happens, and you get the impact of the scene. Like, nothing's... You don't watch that and go, wait a second. You're just... You're totally engrossed in the fact that it's happening and how tragic it is. But then, Star Wars fans are like, wait a second. What? Let me find a loophole here. Weren't they just best friends? What's going on? But it's it's valid, man. Well, Obi-Wan, he smelled. I shot him. I don't care. (laughs) It's just fucking stinks, man. Don't blame me, man. Even Um, Even if Palpatine hadn't ordered it, he was going down. I don't care. I put just one word here. Droids. Yes. Robots. They, no, they're droids. What's the difference? Droids have personalities. And robots. Robots are do what the fuck they're told. you telling me the T-101 doesn't have a personality? No, it doesn't. Dude, he has a very personality. He has very all of it. <laughs> <laughs> he obtained it. That's what I was saying. Arnold's a good actor. Personality. Uh, um, just because Arnold was learning how to talk... And the T-1000 or T-100 was learning how to talk at the same time. Cool, dude. Chill out, dickwad. Chill out, dickwad. Um, droids, man. Yeah, dude, they droids. are the bridge to everything. Like, the Star Wars universe is about humans. For how many space battles and pew-pews there are, it's about humans. But yeah. droids are that, like, link between the world that they live in and the humans that are talking. Yeah. Because they can spell it out and they can be quirky and make decisions. But they shouldn't be able to, but they do. Yeah, you humanize with them, even though it's just a bucket of bolts. Yep. And yep. they're kind of like the narr- – well, that was part of A New Hope on purpose is that they kind of – you follow them through the story and get kind of dropped into the world. So they're kind of like your little narrators. Yeah. Your narrator buddies. But that decision, like to, we're, we're this, this is all going to be about the Jedi and all this shit, but it's going to be told you by had, the you fucking – to say that like Palpatine. Jedi. It's only one way. <laughs> it's only one way, man. Um, I guess as far as decisions, that's about it. I did just put a character down to to try to throw some love to the sequels. <laughs> um, Kylo Ren. Everything he goes through, man, they really test Kylo Ren in the sequels. And I know that's probably why people call Rey um, Mary Sue. Because I, I don't think she's challenged that much. But I don't I don't want to say she's not challenged, but Kylo goes through some shit. He kills his own fucking dad. He considers killing oh, his own yeah. mom. He kills his own mentor. He then he go, and then he finds about Palpatine, and then he's got to switch he sides. He's been tricked this whole time. Yep. And then he falls in love. Yep. Yep. So he goes. I through was it. gonna say when you brought up like directorial decisions, I was gonna say Kylo Ren. I don't know exactly what it was. I think taking off his mask as early as they did. Smart, yeah, it's is smart. A good decision. Humanizes the evil, and then you start. It's that Joker effect. You start feeling bad for him because he's human now. Yes. Yeah, I think it's a good point. I like that. Like if they tried to do a Vader thing again, and it was just mask only until the very, very, very end, it wouldn't be believable. We don't. Yeah, we would have shit on that so bad. Yeah, we. 
We're not going to buy into that anymore. We're too smart. Audiences have grown up. Right before my eyes. But humanizing Kylo Ren was a good move. Yeah. It was a great move. Tragic, dude. I don't love how he went out. I wish Ben Solo had taken down the true evil and then died. Ray should have died. They both should have died. <laughs> it's episode nine. Star Wars is over. They both should have died. The only one left is C-3PO. C-3PO, <laughs> and he's the one that buries the shit on Tatooine. I'm sick of these lightsabers causing all this trouble. Fuck that. It just tosses them. <laughs> um, yeah, Kylo Ren is probably the one of the best decisions in Star Wars. All right, worst decisions ever. <laughs> um, Greedo shooting first. Okay, that's fine. It's yeah, that's a, that's a bad decision. And that was from and that makes no sense. The highest up. That makes that adds. <laughs> what are you doing, dude? I think in the documentary, this he said like, it, he wanted to make sure Han didn't seem like bloodthirsty. It's like, fine, don't, don't care. It doesn't seem he's up. He's literally got a gun. Pointed at his fucking head. It's yeah. not bloodthirsty. He's defending himself yeah. in a badass way. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Flabbergasted. So these are. This is gonna. I'm gonna have some shots fired here. Oh, Witch Hunter said that Grievous killed people for calling him a robot. So that means I'm on Grievous's hit list now. That's okay. It's okay. He's dead. I'll take it. I'll just become his apprentice. Star Wars happened a long time ago. Yeah. He's dead. Yeah. That's another thing. One of the best uh, decisions ever made is to start it like that. The opening. That yeah. this happened. Yeah. This yeah. isn't a story. This is history. I feel like that that blue little text there is kind of lost on us these days. It's heavy. Yeah. Bring some implications there. Do you miss the crawl? Where are we missing it? Well, I'm just saying now that episode seven started with it, but then as we got Rogue One and then Solo, and now we have shows for the first time in Star Wars. You missed the crawl? I feel like there's a grandiosity. Yes. Yeah. I um I'm not a huge fan of the be- of the he doesn't miss um the crawl. He doesn't miss it. I'm not a huge fan of the helmets that flash in that oh, Disney Plus. I love that. Like it's it's fun, but it doesn't do the same thing, is what I'm trying to say. Like the crawl. Well, it's different though. That's like the Netflix boing. Right. That's what the helmets are supposed to be. Right. But uh, uh, so a lot of them show that and then kick right off into the show. And then, yeah. Now, like, Andor, I, I'm a fan of that. Andor had that slow swing in and it showed Andor. Dude, that is one of the best directorial decisions, best title sequence ever. Yeah. And did you notice that the music changed each episode? It yeah. got more tense and like sometimes instruments were taken out or instruments were added. Yep. But seeing that it's, it just looks like a glint of like a sunrise and then you see the text swing down. And then it fades out, and then you get the rebel symbol at the end. Fuck. Yeah. First episode, dude, I was so hooked. <laughs> God. It was nice. I got to go watch it. It was nice. I'm not going to. All right. Starting with the shots fired here. Okay. Now. Literally. Hear me out, because this first one's a heavy hitter here. Oh, Jesus. One of the worst decisions was Anakin having a pa- uh, Padawan. <laughs> we I talked still- about this. I agree with you 100%. It is so balls ass backwards retarded that happened. Yeah. It worked out because she's badass and it does so much so well across all like, of, all this. Whatever shit. we need to do to get Ahsoka in the door is fine. But that was ridiculous. It could have 
I would have been more okay with it if it was just like, hey, we have a Padawan learner. Her her master died. So yeah, take her just, under your wing. Yeah, just show be her your big brother for a couple yeah. of months. Not like she's yours. Like, Anakin, you're really unstable. You want a kid? <laughs> no. When did we ever see when he gets knighted? Mm. I'm not a Clone Wars devotee. Yeah, I don't know. So I don't know if they ever show that. But no, because the movie happens first. The movie kicks off the Clone Wars show, doesn't it? The movie happens, and then episode one starts. Uh, episode one of the show, I mean. So I yeah, they just you open, you leave episode two. Anakin almost died and got his master killed, and he lost his arm, and he's unstable, and he's in love with the senator. <laughs> and then they open the Clone Wars with, man, we got this little girl. You need to train her. Yeah. <laughs> It's a bad decision. It's so bad. It's yes, bad. It it's bad it in bad. world, and it's bad like from the viewer point. Like, like, dude, that makes no sense. Yeah. This this story is about this guy falling to the dark side and killing everybody, right? Not right now. Let's it's give not, him a. Not right yeah. now. It's not. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're going to come back, guys. To that, it worked. It worked out. Everything's fine. Yeah. It's just a. It's a bad decision to begin yeah. with. Yeah. Um, the dagger. Yeah. That still bad, to me. It makes no sense. It's, it pisses me off, honestly. It really pisses, like... I feel like they didn't even need it. Dude, you had to go out of your way to find this dagger, somehow find out that it's goes to this planet. You go to the planet and stand in the exact right position, figure out the dagger right then and fucking there yeah. of how to use it against the broken wreckage of the Death Star, which randomly landed there. Who the fuck made this dagger? Why did they make it a dagger? You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna make a map. But I'm gonna make it. You have to stand right here. What do I got on me? Oh, I got my knife. <laughs> I'm gonna carve it carve in there. Shit Hold on, let me tinker with this for three years. What the? We fuck? We had to have talked about this, but didn't I? I complained that. How does the dagger that was created so long ago line up visually with the wreckage of the Death Star? If it was made before the Death Star blew up and landed, and how did they know what it looked like? Right. Also, is that covered? Or why it, the wayfinder could have been moved? That's what it was doing. Was finding the wayfinder. Someone carved out a knife. Weren't there two wayfinders? Yeah, but Kylo had the other. Yeah, but why didn't he make a map to the other one? That one's just in a chest. Just go to move to find open a map? the chest. Why is there a map? It would have been. Why so, is there a map? Would have been so much more interesting if like <clears throat> Ray found out she was a Palpatine, and then just started researching. Like, the same way she went to the ancient Jedi text, like, if she was just trying to look up more information about Chancellor Palpatine and Emperor Palpatine, and then she figured out some... I mean, the Death Star wreckage is pretty cool. But they could have met somewhere else. It would have been great. Here's me. I Direct me on... I should be directing Star Wars. <laughs> direct me on Star Wars. <laughs> direct me on Star Wars. If she found... If she found a path that led her to the other Wayfinder and she and Kylo Ren had that duel on Mustafar. Dude, what if the Wayfinder was speaking to her because she was a Palpatine and that's how she fucking found out? Because remember, it's not a Wayfinder, it's a holocron. Dude, think about that. They even set themselves up perfectly so is really because the lightsaber was speaking to her. Yeah, nothing came of that, did it? Not a fucking thing. <laughs> but that's my point. We could have culminated into something where the Wayfinder of the Holocron was speaking to her because she was a Palpatine. Yeah. Were the Wayfinders created by Palpatine? Was that the idea? 
And why was there only two? But did Vader have one and Palpatine had one? I'm very out of touch on my lore. Be- I do not remember. Because Kylo got the first one on Mustafar at the very beginning of the movie. It was Vader's. Yeah. So he got, uh, so there probably was only two. Hey, Shinobi, you up in this bitch? Tell us what's going on. I want to say there's something along the lines of some Sith Lord on Mustafar a long time ago left it. Because wasn't Exegol, because it goes to Exegol. Yeah. And wasn't that a like Sith a, planet before Palpatine made the whole fleet? Clearly it's old as shit. Before. Yeah. Before Palpy. Probably, it's got to be generations, like centuries old. Yeah. Dude, if they, if Nine just didn't have the dagger and didn't have another giant laser death destroyer, <laughs> it would have, those two things being removed would have made it so good. So, let's just Fuck. jump from there because my next two is on the, the worst decisions. How is, does that happen? Dude, Death Star 2 is a bad decision. Yes, Death Star then, 2 is and a And then Starkiller idea. Base is even worse. Yes. The only thing that saves Starkiller Base is the fact that they made it out of... A planet. A, the Jedi's crystal planet. Helios, yeah. That's some, that's some fucked shit. If Death Star 2 was never a thing, Starkiller Base would be way better. You know what I mean? If it was Death Star 1 and then nothing ever happened again and then Starkiller Base all of a sudden. It's like, Death Star 2 yeah, is dude. such a bad idea. It's so bad. Such a bad idea. So bad. Well, and to jump, it's it's all in the same fucking domino here. Death Star Two was bad. Starkiller yep. Base was bad. Yes. The Hosnian system destruction was bad. <sighs> yeah, was. It wasn't even. It's less of a bad decision. It was just no one gave a shit. Or even you know, if you're a bystander and not like a huge Star Wars fan, you don't even realize what the fuck's happening because they, all you know is Finn comes out and goes, hey, they did it. You're like, it happened. You spelled it out in all the other fucking movies. What exactly did they do, Finn? Yeah. Palpatine's back. He did it and shot the thing at the fucking thing over there. I'm a janitor. Jesus, I'm a janitor. (laughs) Sweep. (laughs) Uh, My last one on the worst one. I agree with you. The last one on the worst one is uh, Jar Jar, and I don't mean him as a character. I just mean his level of impact on the story was a little cumbersome. I like Jar Jar, and he has his place, but... And I know people throw the word screen time out there. I'm fine with it. He actually makes, makes me laugh every once in a while. But the level of impact he has on the story... What? <laughs> hey, uh, Boyles. And you're like, okay, <laughs> this fish is funny, kind of. <laughs> do, um, do you support the Darth Jar Jar theory? At this point, it doesn't matter. It's Palpatine. It's always been Palpatine. No, it, nothing before. It does matter. That's another decision that sucks. Is bringing Palpatine back. I know. It's so it's conflicting because you're at Star Celebration Chicago and you hear Palpatine's voice and you just freak out and then you're like, wait a second, wait a second. Somehow Palpatine. But returned. that's that's the issue. Is that's what they thought? What if we brought Palpatine back? All the fans would rejoice for that. But right. Then you but watch does it, it make any sense? No. But, but then the you fans, watch it in the movie. The and you're fans like, clapped. You're like, what? Yeah. That's it's one of the problems, man. We talked about this ad nauseum. But it also takes when so it gets much too big. It takes so, so much away from Snoke and Kylo. That's why I didn't like the Revan book. I'm not just shitting on the sequels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, Same thing. I, I read through the Revan book, and at the end, he's not even the biggest badass. There's someone else controlling everything, and it felt like just such a like a 
Well, none of this even fucking mattered, did it? I would go so far as to say I would have been okay if Palpatine was around and Snoke was his apprentice. Not Snoke was a failed clone of himself. And there was a thousand of them that didn't work. The numbers, the clone? No, I, I take that all of that back. Yeah. I would not be okay with that. Never mind. Like the idea of like a clone Palpatine, I think makes sense in, in the universe. I feel like Palpy would try to prolong his death or prolong his life. I'm sorry. Yeah. So like, I think that makes sense. But to play it out on screen and have people, I don't know, man. And I get it didn't also make sense because they're already cloning fuckers. Like I it's like, okay, step two would be clone stronger people. Like Yeah. I don't know. I would just yeah. like clone someone else, man. Who was the person to put the fucking needle into the body to start the cloning? Like, who thought that was a good idea in the Star Wars universe? Oh, it went so great with Palpy when he was here. Let's have another <laughs> one, please. And you're like, no. It was him himself. He did it. He did it himself. What up, Conway? What up, Mad Studio? What up, Witch Hunter? Stop effing with Finn. Finn was awesome. I do like Finn. I don't. I know. I don't love that they threw in the Force-sensitive thing and then it didn't really resolve, but I still do like him as a character. See, I'm the opposite. The Force-sensitive stuff doesn't bother me at all. It doesn't just, bother me. I just, it just bothers me that they didn't do anything with it. I simply don't care for his character. I don't think he adds much. He's like the buddy that doesn't fucking matter. See, unfortunately, what happens to me by the end of the sequel trilogy is that I feel like that's what happens to Poe. Poe's the one for me where it's like, he's a fucking sweet pilot, and then... Yeah, but episode eight, he has his... He kind of has to become a good general. He blunders, and then he says, that's what we're going to do, and then he runs away. Yeah. What he tries to do something. How... It gets fucked up, but at least he tries to do something. Well, remember, he was supposed to be killed off in Episode 7, so... Poe was, yeah. So, Finn's the one that I I still fully feel like if they just killed him off in 8, it would have meant so much. Dude, think about Ray's guilt. Yeah. Like, Finn died for us. We need to fucking fix the goddamn universe. Pod development, dude. See? Character development. Just like Andor. I wonder, I really, really wonder what their true plan was for Leia if Carrie Fisher didn't pass. In episode nine, yeah. That is, I, I that thought is they did a good a, thing. I thought they did very well with how they, they handled it and dealt it in, in the movie. But I, I do wonder, because we saw some badassery with the flashback where she was training with Luke. Yeah, and making it kind of seem like she could have been better but she dropped the jedi thing because of x y and z that's an interesting plot point for me i also feel like she could still be she could still be practicing think of what the issue and was just not tell anyone yeah well, just, like th- Ahsoka. just think of what the issue was for the jedi they became warriors you can be a jedi healer walking around without a fucking stick in your hand keepers of the peace dude keepers of the peace you're literally walking around healing people Helping people. That is interesting. When and why did the lightsaber become the weapon of a Jedi Knight? They picked up the stick. Probably because they were threatened at some point. Say something, Shinobi. I am curious about that, though. Like, it's like the lightsaber. Well, we know the real reason is because, like, Lucas likes samurai movies. (laughs) But the lightsaber is, like, tied to the Jedi. Yeah. 
It's a how you become a knight. Think of that, too. There's a class system wrapped around how good you are with that stick. Medieval, baby. Has there been um three of them in a book or in a game or anything like that a storyline with a Jedi without a lightsaber? Not that I know of. I can't think of one off the top of my head. Actually, Kotor, if you use a blaster. Do you know <laughs> the the one oddity might be is Plagueis because yeah. he was a fucking evil scientist, which I thought was the coolest part of the, all of that. Yeah, and he's kind of the <laughs> spark of the whole. Like DNA manipulation. See, if he came up in nine, that would have really wrapped it full circle. Would we have been happy years later, though? If if Palpatine did truly die in six, which honestly is great, he died. He died at the hands of Vader in six. That's so badass. If somehow there was, because let's let's walk this out. He's a. Uh, Plagueis was immune, immunalist. Yes. What if it took him literally, he was like reborn. The day he died, things went into motion. A clone was created. He was a child. He had to grow up throughout the, the prequels, oh, yeah, yeah. the OT. Finally, when he gets to, let's say they last a really long time. Finally, when he hits 100 years old, mm-hmm. he fucking returns because yeah. he's the only one was that was able to do it. Return of the Mew. Think of how fucking badass. Yeah, and they could have, like they've done with everything else, they could take the storyline and tweak it. It didn't have to be Plagueis. Or what if he never died? Yeah, it could just be someone that's controlling Pal, but uh, I guess you would have hated that. Too. No, but this is it. Fake your death. He saw the vision of Palpatine and said, you know what? I think this kid's got something. I'm going to let him do all the fucking work. I'm going to sit back and do my Ooh. tinkerings. Kathy, are you listening? And finally, when Palpatine dies, you're like, "I'm here, bitch." That's good. And let's let me find me another Palpatine. And then you could do like a a saw flashback montage where you see Plagueis behind the scenes at all of like the pivotal moments. Oh, standing there in the background, thumbs up. Yeah, <laughs> that's my evil dude over there. <laughs> Order sixty six, <laughs> dude. That would be rad. What is uh, Fucko saying? Remember, Pelpy said that Plagueis never did find the secret of everlasting life. But that's my point. They, he could have. And he just didn't tell him. Didn't tell him. Or he like made him think that he fucked up or didn't something. Didn't tell him. Faked his death. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. Plagueis had entire like worlds to himself. Like He went to planets to do... It was like his science. He had to meditate, bro. Planet. And he would go over there and... Walter White style. He would... Uh, manipulate the midichlorians of like plants and stuff and try to make them do shit like it was crazy yeah but I don't well all this to wrap around I don't think he had a fucking laser sword he might have uh which hunter said he did you know now that we say that I think the the Plagueis book starts off with Plagueis fighting Tenebris Tenebris yeah yep 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 yep. okay well let's just take this full circle and say a good back to your good directorial decisions Plagueis consuming all the Sith is good. I'm with it. As Darth Bane fans, I approve. Plagueis uh, absorbing. We are all. Did I say Plagueis? I meant Palpatine. Palpatine. Sorry. (sighs) Yeah. I mean, he doesn't come out and say like this all started with Darth Bane a thousand years ago, but it's kind of it's kind of the culmination of yeah everything that was evil prior to. See, that's cool, but like we, oh man, I think you and I run with it though. 
Like, because we know the story of Darth Bane, we're assuming yeah, that's it's what's not, happening. It's not spelled out blatantly. But, like, I just wish they would have fucking planned that shit. Because if, like, Ray is coming across Sith artifacts or, like, a holocron or something over the course of seven and eight, and then she finally realizes that Palpatine is back and it's been this whole big wave of the Sith cult for a thousand years that's finally, like, culminated in this giant army. As opposed to, oh, it was just over in the corner space. You just didn't see it. Yeah. What well, if why uh, did have, they have to be like frozen? What if Yoda was Plagueis? <laughs> what? What if Yoda was Plagueis? Um, or do you what mean Plagueis if, was Yoda? Well, Plagueis was around long do you time mean, ago. Palpatine's master was Yoda? Or yes. like Plagueis died and then his spirit went into Yoda? Palpatine's master was Yoda. Who are we? And that's the only way to bring down the Jedi was from within. So Yoda, being 800, 900 years old, played a waiting game. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm available to fight. <laughs> <laughs> Grab a time on my calendar. Put dude. me in, coach. Let's fight. <laughs> Yoda walks in the doors, is very strong. They bring him in, mm-hmm. teach him, mm-hmm. wait a couple generations. Now he's a fucking master. Loses to Palpatine on purpose. Makes those hard decisions. Oh, Anakin? Not going to fucking train him. He's a He's got a screw loose. Downfall. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> the president... And or like the CEO does kind of have to own all the problems and Yoda really messed some things up. Dude, he fucked it all up. That's an interesting plot. Um it's interesting that Lucas decided to go that way with it. Cause like OT, you come across, he's just a crazy frog and he's got some wise goodness yeah. about him. But then to take it back twenty years earlier and be like, he's in charge and all these bad decisions still happened. But then Luke trusts him. It's, it's I mean, weird. I guess he learned from his mistakes. The crazy still. thing is... But no, he didn't, because he told Luke to stay away from everything. They're not bad decisions until something bad happens. <laughs> yeah. Which is... It's fucked, though. Every thousand years, when, it how, falls on somebody's shoulders. Dude, exactly. <laughs> it, no, it, it's 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 one of those revolutions. Like, it's going to happen. You make a hundred decisions, and it could be right every single time until that one time someone gets hurt, and you're like, fuck. I've, I've made that decision so many times. Well, you're not always dealing with the the totally. son of the force. No, you're not. He is the force. <laughs> you just told the force to fuck off. <laughs> you get out of my club. Yeah, he does not like that. Up to, did you say a you, speeder, bitch? This is a dodge. <laughs> <laughs> you will not like him when he's angry. I don't know. Did yeah. you see the the Flash movie yeah, or the trailer? Up. I did see the trailer, dude. I was screaming. I was I, screaming. I caught the end of it and saw Keaton, and my mind exploded, and I had to go back and rewatch it because I was like, what the fuck did I just miss? I'm going to be very clear. <laughs> I don't care about The Flash. I'm going to see the movie so I can see Michael Keaton as Batman. I just want to see the Batmobile. I saw it. I pointed. I, I said, Mom, that's the one that you sold at the garage sale. <laughs> that's the one. I, I, I am not going to let it go. Ever. I, I need to find one on eBay or something. I had the same one where the, the back of it pulled out and became the Batwing. I still have that one. That's from the animated series. Oh, okay. Yeah, and yeah. she's like, the Batmobile's upstairs. I was like, Mom, it's not the right one. 
That's from the animated series. The one from Batman Returns. That is the legit one. And I need it back. I'm going to go find it. Patrick Hastings is late. It's okay. You just it's remind it. Hey, plan B. Remind that shit, man. JJ uh, Rambus. Oh. Oh. Hey. Um, um, congrats to uh, Turkey Sandwich and his Chiefs that won the Super Bowl. Yeah, it was a good game. What I did watched, you? You're not a football person. I'm not huge. I watched the first half and then part of the Rihanna thing, and then I went to bed. Oh, okay. No, the second half was it. It was uh, it was fun. Yeah, because they were up by like ten going into halftime. Yeah, they? The, the Eagles. Yeah. So, no, I maybe uh, I should have stayed and watched it. I um, it. I bought the Godfather, the book, and I started reading that. So I got kind of swept up in the first couple of chapters. Hundreds of, that. of pages, huh? So good. How big is it? I think it's like 420, 450. Oh, that's not as bad as I thought it would be. No. Mm. That's just part one, though. It's yeah. good. I was looking at a couple things in the bookshelf, and I was like, uh, the book that the Irishman's based off of. Yeah. I heard you paint houses. I thought about that, and then I was like, I want fiction for some reason. I've been reading a lot of like actual like history and accounts of things. I want some fiction. I'm life. not sure I even knew The Godfather was based off a book. Yeah, dude. And the author that wrote the book wrote the screenplay. Mm. He talks about that in the uh, um, in the introduction of the book. He wrote he wrote the book. They wanted to make the movie off of it, and they had him write the screenplay. And he had no idea what he was doing. The first time he did it, he didn't take any lessons or classes or whatever. He just wrote the fucking thing. And then he goes to write The Godfather Part Two, and he's like, "Hey, maybe I should practice this time or get some ideas." And he buys a book about screenwriting, and the book opens with. The best screenplay ever written is The Godfather. <laughs> and he's like, oh, all right. Well, we're good. I wrote that one. Crazy. Mm. Some of those things, man. Flash trailer looks good. Dude, it's just Batman for me. Same. It's Batman 5. <laughs> Same. But they put <laughs> Affleck in there. It's going to be Spider-Man 2.0. That's it what is. everybody, and which is fine with me. It's totally fine. Dude, what if we see some Jokers? Yeah, all of them on the same screen. All of them walking hard, trying to beat some Batman. That would be well. I can't see all of them. Yeah, dun, dun, dun. God, that sucks. I wonder if they would find a way to do that, or if they would just. Well, that we didn't. See, we also didn't see that Batman. So true. <clears throat> I wouldn't be mad if we didn't see that. Batman. <laughs> That's a weird thing to say. I have a lot of love for that that trilogy, but. There's just something about something about the Christian Bale one. I don't like him as Batman. And what's weird is I like his training. Like I like the whole training sequence in Razargul. Yeah. And him getting ready to become Batman. But, but that but doesn't have anything to do with him playing Batman. Like anyone he could have done that training. I'm just saying I like him up until he puts the suit on. <laughs> also, that's and it doesn't the, make any sense. It's one of the worst suits. Yeah, it's all like sectioned out. Like I don't know, it's kind of weird to What's me. Some fucking military. I'm not saying it doesn't make sense. It's just one of my least favorite suits. Do you miss um, when superhero movies? It was that era where they were like trying to make it as realistic as possible. Um, like all of his tech was like research projects for the military. I do like that. I'll. See, my mind immediately jumps to James Bond stuff when it gets wacky, wacky, and it takes you out of it. Yeah. So it's nice for to see like 
superhero things, which can be start wacky, they kind of like dialed it back. Yeah. Um, but like that trilogy and um, the X Men, I guess that went out too much. Um, what's the one I just thought of? Like the first couple Marvel things, Iron Man, and like Civil War and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. It was definitely a definitely a time. Sorry, I'm searching James Bond because I think there's a new James Bond, right? Um, it was last year it came out. Actually, no. I think it was the end of 21 it came out. Yeah, no, there's a new guy playing James Bond. Oh, did they announce? What's-his-face is done. I Who think. is it? Who is it? Who is it? I didn't know they announced it. I was rooting for Idris Elba. Maybe that's who they picked. Tell me. Speak. Do it. Come on, I'm going to have to put some music on in the background. Oh, wait. Already is. Somehow Palpatine returned. <laughs> James Bond has returned. It's been 84 years. Uh, James Bond actor thinks cast will be replaced. Uh, never mind. Dude. This is horrible research that you've done. I swear it just recently they... Aaron Taylor Johnson. I don't even know who that is. Um, I mean, I saw a commercial for the new Bond because they released MGM Plus, a new streaming service, as if we need more. So is that what you're thinking of? I don't know. No I, Time I to Die, the new movie? I haven't seen. Dude, I, there's, I'm like three Bond movies behind. Really? You saw Skyfall? Isn't that like three ago? So you're just one behind. Oh, no, Spectre. 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 I haven't seen Spectre either. I saw it once. I forget. They're all the same movie. And I was gonna, <laughs> I was watching them up to get uh, leading up to that new one, and then they kicked it because of COVID. They kicked it by a year or something. Some about Casino Royale. I always go back to that one. It's fantastic. It's fucking great. It's, it's, it's a long movie, but it's worth it. I want to say he... Let me see. He directed something important besides Casino Royale. Um... Rambus asked us uh, if we're watching The Last of Us. I'm not yet. I haven't started it yet either. I just have so many yeah, things so on my list that I still haven't even I'm gotten still, into. I'm still busting through Ted Lasso, which is fucking great, by the way. Love Ted Lasso. I wonder when season three is going to come out. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking of. Um, Casino Royale, director, directed Goldeneye. Really? Yeah. That's what I thought of. I was I think I was watching Mr. Sunday doing the um the uh Pierce Brosnan. James wow, Bond I'm gonna movies. have to like rewatch Goldeneye now. <laughs> Which we just we didn't talk about that. Yeah, the N sixty four Goldeneye reboot on Xbox Game Pass so or whatever you want to call fun, it. Fun, man. There was a there was like three levels that I one hundred percent did not remember. Remember. What, like depot and shit? No, I remember depot. It was the jungle one. Jungle's um, good. Jungle one and what's the one in like the cemetery or the statues? Oh, statue, yeah. So confusing. <laughs> that one, and then the one with the tank. I never was just like, when did the fuck do you get a tank? Streets? You never played that? Are you sure you just didn't? You didn't find the tank and get in it? Maybe you just were walking down the street. I don't remember. I never beat the game. I just I played it like one off stuff at DNR. So yeah, because you never had it before. So we would play the the multiplayer. So we'd play Depot and Library and uh, yeah. Archives. 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 Aztec. Aztec. What was the other two? Egyptian. Egyptian and Aztec. The cheat codes don't work. DK mode does. Well, you have to unlock it like the real way. Yeah. The actual, you could put in cheat codes to unlock everything, but 
If you want to play Aztec, you have to beat everything on Secret. And then the if game's you want to play man. Egyptian, you have to beat everything on Double O. The game is fucking hard. Well, as soon as I started bumping up the Secret Agent, yeah. I was like, oh, I got to take this seriously. And then Double O, I don't. I think I've beat the first level on Double O. But it feels like you actually could beat it. <laughs> like they kept it as authentic as possible, but made the controls good. So you can actually like oh, maneuver. Yeah. Like yes. I feel like when I would try to go back and play the N sixty four one, dude, I was I felt like a grandpa playing a video game. For the That's first why time. train was so hard because you're like, oh, where the fuck is this laser going? Right. Every like, time you want to aim, you have to like stop and reposition your gun. But yeah, now with the Xbox controller, you can actually do stuff. So it's so smooth. That's nice. a huge update. Yeah. So all right. Well, I gotta go play an unsecret agent, all right. and then double O, and then buy Hogwarts Legacy, and what? then watch Black Panther. And Ant Man, and Guardians Three, and Star Wars, Batman, two Star Wars shows, and Mandalorian coming out, and the Flash. When is Flash coming out? I watched the fucking thing. <sighs> I don't know. Uh, Did I hear you casually say that the Affleck Batman was in there too? I must have missed that when I was watching the trailer. Yeah, he's in it. He's in the beginning of it. Nice, because that's the that's the one where the Flash is familiar with. It's that it's still his universe. Flash just it's I think it's they're doing the uh, paradox. Right. So I he, thought he, for some reason Affleck said he was done with it. No, he's in the he's in the trailer. Huh. It's probably a launching point. Like he meets up with Batman and was just like, "This sucks. My my mom died." Because that's the whole story. Is yeah, his mom dies, so he like flashes back in time, or finds a, a universe where his mom's still alive, and that universe just happens to be. Um. Keaton's. Keaton's Batman. Yes. Where there are no demigods, or what What do they call them in the... Um, I don't remember. Mutants. They could, They had a name for them. The, the superheroes. They called them certain things in, in Justice League. Oh, yeah, I remember. I, I mean, I remember that it happened. Yeah, I don't yeah. remember what it actually is. But basically, that's what happens. He, is he goes back, and there are no... Uh, Demigods, I don't for the lack of a better. So Batman's like the only hero. Batman's the only hero, and he's yeah, he doesn't. He's literally a dude in a rubber suit trying at that to get point. Some soup. So he's got. And a f- they didn't try to de-age him. He looked old. So what are they doing with that? Yeah, yeah. So is no, he, I'm, I'm happy. Like Seventy three or something. What? He's a badass. We're old, man. Um, what was I gonna say? Does he, do you think it's like weird and disjunct that DC is just everything's happening? I think at this point they're saying fuck it, let's just do it. Yeah. Well, they just announced James Gunn's taking over some a lot of stuff and they kicked out Henry Cavill. Yeah, weird decision. So they're going to reboot Superman again. Well, by doing the Flashpoint paradox, they can reboot everything. Well, yeah. They're doing they're literally doing Spider-Man 2.0. I know, but the thing, with the Marvel stuff, it it all felt connected. And some people don't like that because it's like maybe it's kind of restrictive, but I actually like that it all feels kind of synonymous and then they can reboot it with Doctor Strange's magic or time travel. But with with the DC stuff, it's just like, well, this movie messed up, so we're going to do everything different. And then people actually like the old one, so we're going to go back and do everything like that. It just feels all up in the air. You're right. It's very different situations because Spider-Man is a reset button for Marvel. Right. All this just happened... No, it didn't. No, it didn't. DC's is more of a, well, hey, we fucking put a hodgepodge bunch of shit together that doesn't connect. This will connect it. Yeah. This is the connector. 
Flash yeah, has it, that it, power. It could get me back in. Flash has that power that all this can- is technically yeah. connected now. Isn't this nostalgia factor just crazy? We also saw... Isn't it just like yeah, an insane thing? Yeah. They could do whatever they want. And if Michael Keaton is a Batman, I'll just... Whatever. I'll watch it. <laughs> I'll pay for it. I'll buy it. I'll watch it 10 times. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Just Michael Keaton is Batman. It doesn't matter. Dude, I am fuck, such a fucking retro fanboy bitch. Yeah, you better be. These this Rise of the Beasts. I haven't seen a fucking Terminator or a uh, Transformer. <laughs> is there a trailer for it? Yeah. There is? Yeah. It's not great, but <laughs> it's there. none of them are great. <laughs> Dude. But fuck it. I'm going to go see Beast Wars in, uh, in a fucking movie. Absolutely. I, that's, that's fine with me. Absolutely. Also, I was almost kind of wishing that Michael Bay would do a third Turtles, even though the second one wasn't good. I just want to see Turtles. Yeah. No. That's, a, that's yeah. We're going to have to... So next episode, we're going to have to move the setup over here so that we can... So I want to look up trailers and stuff sometimes. Yeah. So I'll have to reposition it because I want to see this Beast Wars thing. I honestly, it was forgettable. I don't really... I just remember oh, seeing the animals and you're like, a new level. Yeah. Fucking want to do it. <laughs> I lost track of that franchise so hard. If they bring back the theme song in any aspect. Oh, they will. I'm going to be rock hard in a the theater. That's the that's how they pitched the fucking movie. Du, 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 All right, du, du, get this. Du, 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 du. <laughs> We're going to get that launched me Slayer to do the soundtrack. Dude, that launched me into metal. It's the weirdest thing. Like Power Rangers launched me into power metal. Yeah. Because it's just fucking go, yeah. go, go, go. Yeah. And then Beast Wars was just like some doom shit. Dude, uh, yeah, Revenge of the 90s just did Power Rangers movie. One of the greatest things and worst so things Van that's Halen. ever been. Van, Van Halen. Halen. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is a little hard to watch, but, you know, I'll see it comes out whipping those sticks. Tubes. <laughs> she got the tubes, man. <laughs> that's all you need. That's all I need. Poor right. Adam. They put him in a frog, dude. Oh, yeah, and the Green Ranger passed recently because I think they were going to yeah. do something, a movie with Power Rangers where everybody was coming back. That like the original cool. Billy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I forget the Red Ranger. Like based off of the the newer movie that came out in like 2016 or 17 or something. I whatever. forget what I heard. I don't even want to f- give you guys false promises. Yeah, I thought there was like a project that the, everybody was coming back. Yeah, the young kids and like they all had to come together to fight like a, a certain evil or something. I don't know. I don't know. Well, maybe that's coming out still. Ain't never gonna happen Could. unless we make it happen. All right then. Well, uh, I guess we're back. Well, we just rebooted our own re- universe. It's true. <laughs> we're here now. We need some sort of time travel antics going on. Time is a f- is a construct. Time isn't a thing. I mean, kind of. No, it isn't. The only reason time exists kind of. is because we have memories. There is only now. <laughs> Fuck. Write an album about it or something. There is only now. <laughs> Prove me wrong that there's not only... Th- th- this is it. That's a slogan for something. This is it. Some clothing brand. There uh, is no tomorrow. It was only now. Well, on Earth, it does rotate and cycle and shift in a particular predictable manner. So no, we're humans spinning. have just calculated that. 
We're spinning. The Earth is spinning. That's what that's what your time is. Is Earth spinning? No, I'm saying everything's based around day and night and the seasons. I'm and how you know. it repeats. I'm a globalist and I control Do it. Do you understand so. how the pyramids line up with Orion's belt on a particular time of the year that only happens once every 24,000 years? Yeah, but think about how much that matters right now. It doesn't because yeah, there's only right now in the long term, which we don't. Long term, where it's all going to come back around. That's what they're trying to tell you, man. <laughs> which I'm not going to be here for. Ancient Egypt's. What is the opposite of ancient? Dude, what's, what's the what's, fucking balloon over South Carolina? And then I heard there was a UFO over Lake Michigan. I'm trying, yeah. And then a train blew up in Ohio. That train thing's pretty close to us. <laughs> that is, that's messed up. <laughs> I saw some of the pictures. It looks like a mushroom cloud. That was gnarly. Well, it was yeah, a controlled burn or something. No, it was a train. Yeah, a bunch derailment. Of but they had a controlled burn because there was toxic chemicals in there. Oh, okay. So they After literally it lit it on fire. Oh, okay, okay. But now all those fumes are going straight to fucking Pittsburgh because <laughs> it's downwind. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Pittsburgh's had enough problems. Anyways, yeah, time is kind of a construct, but it's based on actuality. No, it's it's based on spins of and the it's earth. It's only based well yeah, it's only based on Earth. It's based on sunlight. Yeah. But it's still a real thing. It's not like somebody made it up. It is yes, it is made up. What do you mean? Some person sat down and said, We're awake during these times. Let's cut it up into into equal parts. We'll call them hours. Oh wait, they're not equal because the sun or the because we don't spin. <laughs> so we got to have a leap year. Oh yeah. So there's no, yeah. but it happened and it's been happening since the Earth. It has is been only around, it, and people have started making sense of it over time. Past tense doesn't mean anything though. Uh, yeah, it does. It's just dude. a reference. It only if I move your shoe, does it matter that I moved it? No, it's there now. Yeah, but it used to be there. That doesn't matter, though. Yeah, because I was trying to put it on, and now I can't fucking <laughs> find it, and my feet are cold. <laughs> what are we talking about? We're lost in space. Did episode nine actually happen? Somehow Palpatine returned. Somehow. All right, guys. Somehow, episode 3000. Somehow Mopar broke the universe. We're glad to be back. Time doesn't matter. And thanks for watching. <laughs> and or, listening. Or listening. Or doing both of them. Let oh. us know what, what team you're on. Don't let us know that, dude. What team you're on? Team time or team... Team time. <laughs> team, team doesn't matter. Team time or team Batman. <laughs> I'm on team Batman. I don't know about you guys. All right. Come on,